Dear listeners of the Al Hadi podcast, Asalaamu Alaikum. I hope you're doing well during these uncertain times. Thank you for tuning in to Keys to Qadr. This is the fourth episode of the series and we'll be touching on the Munajat of Imam Ali. We'll be going into depth into the three levels of love and also how to increase spiritual awake- awakeningness. That's a long word. I hope you enjoy. I hope you take notes. And please remember saying your du'as. Take care of yourself. We're wishing you all the best from the Al-Hadi Youth Volunteers. A'udhu Billahi Minash Shaitan Ar-Rajeem. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Dear viewers, Assalamu Alaikum to you all. Wa Alaikum Assalam Wa Rahmatullah Wa Barakatuh. Well, I can hear you in the background shake. Uh, so um, it is uh, series two of Keys to Qadr, uh, and we're focusing on du'as. Uh, we've uh, done a kind of overview of uh, the month of my Ramadan, especially in these kind of very uncertain times, as well as gone through um, the Munajat, sorry, we've gone through uh, Dua Iftata and Dua Josh and Kabir as well. Um, the kind of the third topic or third or fourth, however you want to kind of think about it, is the Munajat of Imam Ali. And that's what we're going to kind of be going through on this podcast. Um, and I have the honor of being joined by um, none other than uh, Sheikh uh, Noor Muhammad from Birmingham. Uh, Assalamu alaikum, Sheikh. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullah wa Indeed, a great pleasure. Nara, it's an honor. Honor to have you. Thank you so much for taking the time out to, to be with us once again. Alhamdulillah. Let, let's, let's jump straight in, Sheikh. Yeah. Of Imam Ali. For yeah. some people, this is their... They look forward to this. Yeah. During... <clears throat> Like the whole month, they're like that 19th and 21st night, Munajat of Imam Ali. It is going to be amazing. Um, talk us through it, the, yeah. the beauty of it. Thank you so much uh, once again, Brother Abbas, for having me. No, no, and you. we pray that Allah Ta'ala accept our humble efforts in this uh, holy month of Ramadan. Amen. No doubt, Munajat of our beloved Imam Amir al Mu'minin alayhi salam is so dear to most of the lovers or followers of Ahl al-Bayt When people hear Munajat of Imam Ali is going to be recited, as you mentioned, people jump and leave everything to go for Munajat. I mean, I know very well in our communities, people are competing to get the slot to recite Munajat of Imam Amir al-Mu'minin. You know, parents become proud when they see their sons leading the recitation of Munajat of Imam Amir al-Mu'mineen. But as you know, as a lover and a follower of Ahl al-Bayt, once again, we are expected not just to recite these du'as and Munajat for the sake of reciting them, but to recite them with proper reflection and proper understanding in order for us to achieve the aim and the philosophies behind these du'as and monajat. So kindly allow me to take you through the general overview of this beautiful monajat. And the aim is once it's time for us to recite this monajat this year, 2020, Laylatul Qadr, we do it with proper meaning and proper understanding. Amen. Amen. To begin, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And to begin with, I would like to 
shed light on the main distinction between dua and munajat. Mm, mm. Because if you understand what munajat stands for, then you will not be surprised to see people jumping yeah. and competing to find their space during the recitation of Munajat of Imam Amir al-Mu'minin. So we have two things here, okay. Dua and Munajat. Dua is not Munajat, and Munajat is not Dua. Although some scholars, when they discuss Munajat, they said Munajat is a form of Dua, but the highest form of Dua is of highest level in the okay. rankings of Duas. But then, what's the distinction? What's the difference? You see, dua simply means someone of lower level asking someone of higher level. Yeah. So like, for instance, I know God is higher than me. So I said somewhere, I said, yeah, Allah, grant me this. Allah, give me this. Allah, give me this. That is dua. In other words, when it comes to dua, there is distance between the servant okay. and the master. Yeah. Munajat is the opposite. What is munajat really? Munajat literally simply means to whisper. But technically means what? Lack of distance between you and Allah. Because you will only whisper to someone who is close to you. If a person is a bit far from you, how are you going to whisper? You will yeah. not get the point that you are trying to put across. You only whisper when the person is close to you. And prof, scholars in the field of spirituality, they said, you know, monajat is simply means one and his creator become like one. And his servant and creator are become like one. They become united. Of course, okay. you're not Allah, and Allah is not servant, but monajat no, simply means what? There is unity between uh -huh. the creator and then they created. Hence, you've got that unconditional permission to whisper because you are united with Allah. Yeah. Wa ta so therefore, Munajat is very powerful. And from here, really, I want to draw your attention, our dear listeners, to a beautiful tradition when it comes to the entire concept of Munajat. Narration mentioned, beautiful. You will find these traditions so many places where monajat is being discussed. God whispers to those who love him. What does it really mean? What does it mean really? Meaning he put his ideas into their hearts and minds. So monajat meaning what? This is Allah's love for you. You are going to whisper to him, Mawlai. Ya Mawlai. And Allah is going to whisper his rahmah into your heart and into your life. No angel will come between you and him. No prophet will come between you and him. Munajat is the true essence of that ayah that Allah says, said to prophet, tell them, fa'inni karibun, I am closer to them. That is Munajat. Dua, so, I see Allah yeah. far. Yeah. So some people actually say that, for example, yeah. in Munajat, you God may give you a response. Yeah. 
Um, uh, was there a response that Imam Ali got? Good question. With with because yeah, Imam Amir al Mu'minin he wanted only one thing: the mm -hmm. love of Allah Taala. Wa Taala. So that, that was his response. That's it, and he got it. He just wanted uh -huh. the love of Allah. Because you see, Munajat is what, my dear brother, if you go deeper, is the conversation between yeah. the lover and the beloved. Okay. Is that intimate conversation that a lover has with his beloved. As Imam Ali salam, what his mission <clears throat> was not really afraid of dying. But it was just separation from the beloved and the lover, isn't it? That was the mission and the aim of Amir al-Mu'minin alayhi salam. So yes, Imam got his response. And his response was what? He died loving Allah tabarak wa ta'ala. And Munajat really is to take us to that level of the love of Allah. As you know very well, to really picture Munajat and what is Munajat, we need to look at the three levels of love when it comes to our relationship with Allah tabarak wa ta'ala. You know, yeah. when we go for yeah. munajat of Imam Ali alayhi salam, we are not of the same level. It all depends on the level of our love for Allah azza wa jal. Okay. The first level of love for Allah. So therefore, brothers and sisters, you see we, where you fit in when it is the night of Munajat and you need to prepare yourself maybe for that. They call it the level of inshirah. Inshirah means what? Where your heart is receptive when it comes to the worship of Allah. You know, you, you, you receive it, you accept it. You love to worship Allah. Your heart really wants it. Yeah. When it is time for the du'a, your heart really yearns to go for it. That's the lower level of love for Allah, by the way. You don't, like, jump and go for it. You wait when the time is up. This is Salat time I'm going to do. And I really enjoy the Salat because my heart is receptive to it. Not everybody's heart is receptive to Ibadah. Some find it very boring. <laughs> so, so, Some so find that, it very boring. That, that first one is basically yeah. you... Yeah. It's more convenient. Ah, more convenient. Is you know that, what? Is that what you mean? Is that what yeah. it is? No, no, not necessarily convenient, but you know okay. what? My heart is inclined to it. Okay. I don't find it boring. You know what I mean? I don't find it boring. I do it. So yes, some may refer to it. You know what? It's for convenience sake. I want to do it because it is a responsibility for me to do. Okay. But still, your heart doesn't find itself heavy when it comes to that worship of Allah Taala, your heart really wants to do it. That is number one. Okay, cool. The second level, they call it marhalatul jathb. That's the level of attraction. You don't wait for the time of salah or any act of worship. You are really attracted to it. You hear the name of God, you start shivering. You hear salah, just that name, you start shivering. I need to do it. I cannot wait for this. This way, Imam Ali mentioned in Dua Yukumail, Allah filled my heart with your love. You yearn for it. 
You can't wait for the time. First one, you waiting for the time patiently. So, you waiting for other and patiently. So, second one, no, I cannot wait for it, man. It's time I must jump. The third one is the highest level. This what they call marhalatul fana. It is the level of annihilation, isn't it? You annihilate in the love of Allah. You see nothing, but you see Allah in it. And this what Imam Ali mentioned. I've never seen anything except I see Allah before it and with it and after it. Yeah. So when we talk of Munajat, we have to look at it in the lens of the levels of our love for Allah. If I love you when I love you, it's when I intimately talk to you. So Munajat is what? Allah's invitation to say, you know what? Oh, my servant. And that is Hadith Al-Qudsi. I love you with my whole existence. Why don't you love me the same? And he said, oh, my servants, whenever I come to you, run away from me. Why don't yeah. you turn and look at me? So Munajat is to say, you know what? It's not just about du'a. I don't want to be on that level, higher level. Then you become intimidated. Now I am at your level. Come and take me how you want to take me. It's up to you. So therefore, yes, Munajat is always answered by Allah. And you know this tradition of Imam al-Rida alayhi salatu was salam. Where Imam Rida reported, of course, from our beloved Prophet, and Prophet was talking about Prophet Musa when it comes to Munajat. You know, once Prophet Moses raised his hand, this according to the Riwaya, and asked Allah, Tabarak wa Ta'ala, Ya Allah, oh my Lord, are you far? So I call you. Oh, are you near? So I whispered to you. Yeah. What was the response? No, Allah replied, I am next to the person who remembers me. That's Munajat, my dear brother. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we need to take the level from dua to Munajat. And that is where yeah. the love comes in. If it remains dua, it is the level of fear. Okay. Munajat is love and nothing else. So here's a question for you then, Shay. Yes. Can we, as yeah. individuals, yeah. have our own munajat yeah. with God? Yes. What is munajat really? Is to open your heart and pour to God. Pour so, it. Pour your heart. Fine. Okay. So speak so, in your language, uh, in Kujarati, cool. in English, whatever language. Just yeah. express yourself. Why do we take that of Alibaba? Because we believe they are our masters and they know God better than us. But that doesn't mean that you cannot express yourself the way you want to. Fine. Feel free. That is why during the Amal, you find some of those who lead the Amal will say, This is your time. Open yeah. your heart. Speak to God. And Allah loves to hear from you. He, wants, he knows what is in your heart, but he wants to really hear from you. So therefore, you can have your own whispering. Najwa, they call isn't it? Yeah. And you see, this yeah. munajat of Imam Ali, alayhi salam. If you want to look at the general overview of this munajat, my dear brothers and my dear sisters, there are two parts only to this munajat. Only two yeah. parts. And whoever goes through this munajat on the night of Qadr, kindly, Remember these two parts. The first part, the Munadat mentioned eight characteristics of Qiyamah. 
Allahumma yeah. inni as'aluka al-aman. That's where it begins. But it mentioned all about Qiyamah. That's yep. the first part of this munajat. And if you look at the line, Ya Allah, I seek protection and immunity on a day which is, yeah, which is terrible. So first part of this munajat remind you of the day of Qiyamah. And I'll come to that. Why reminding us of the day of Qiyamah? And then the second part, which you know very well, the, the Munajat mentioned 22 different names of God again. Yep. Different names of God with explanation. So, Qiyama, why Qiyama? It is highlighting on the concept of awakening in the world of spirituality. Okay. So, you know, this the is another first stage. spiritual booster. Absolutely. Yeah, you know who... Those, those, having those ginger boosters, I'm telling you. Absolutely, this is, yes. This, spiritual <laughs> this is a spiritual booster. You know, you know, whoever wants to undertake spiritual journey, journey of soul, Can journey just, towards Allah. Oh, yeah. You said spiritual yeah. journey. You know what I was thinking there? Yeah, I know. Maybe you're thinking yeah. of Karbala, man. Thank you. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> so spiritual journey, meaning... Journey of self-discovery. Yes. Journey towards Allah, Taala. There are five, uh, 50 steps. 50 steps. And this also needs like a serious session to go through all these 50 steps for those who are yearning for Allah, Taala. The first of all those steps, you know, is what? Awakening. Yaqaba. Yaqaba. Awakening. That's the first. Are we awake or fast asleep? They said you cannot be properly spiritually inclined if you are still sleeping. <laughs> yeah, it makes sense. You have to be awake. It's like what we were talking about in one of the other pods, where it was like that, um, yeah. like self uh, self critiquing yourself. Yeah, so like self critiquing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Waking, you have to be really yakba is a very important component when it comes to spiritual journey. Fine. Perfect. So that's why Prophet mentioned, He said people are fast asleep. They are only awake when they are dead. But here, mystically, they give it a different meaning. They said when you annihilate in Allah, that's the time you are awake. If you see Allah in everything, that's yeah. the time you are awake. But if you are overwhelmed by material, you're still sleepy. So the first thing is to what? Is to be awakened. Okay. Your eyes may be sleeping, but your soul should not be sleeping. And as a rewire of Prophet mentioned, he said, Prophet said, my two eyes are fast asleep, but the soul and the heart is not sleeping in regards to his creator. So what we need really, my dear brother, we don't need basal, we need basira, we need eyesight and not, mm. we need insight and not eyesight. So the first part of Munajat, talking about qiyama, amana, amana, aman, it's not just to be afraid of the punishment of the day of God. Say, Baba, so long as you are not awake, you will not feel Allah in your life. You need to feel and experience Allah. 
And believe you me, once you have experienced him, you will not turn back. <laughs> you need to feel him. Someone, Ajat of Amir al-Mu'minin said, wake up, don't allow gaflet to take you over. Be awake. And if one is awakened, that's the yeah. time you always ask yourself, what's the difference between me and animals? Is there any difference? Yes, there is difference. So why should I act this way and not that way? Why this way? Why not that way? So we need to be awake. Once you are awake, yeah. How, how can we wake up? Good question. Good question. There are different ways as to how one can really wake up. Sorry, I keep interrupting you. but there's No, no, that's, that's that, the podcast. That's how it is. We need there to be that way. Imagine if I was interrupting you on the member in, in Birmingham. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, that would be... Different story. <laughs> there are different ways as to ensure that one is awake and not dead. And I'm going to give you some practical ways. And these practical ways may sound simple, but they're not simple. And mystics really love these ways. Baba, the first way is what? Visitation of Makbara, Kabristan. <laughs> Although during this time, I believe you call, but it's so powerful, my dear brother. Yeah. And we have so many traditions of the prophets. It tells you of the reality that, you know what? Life is meaningless without God. Yeah. And the second practical way is visiting the sick, as we mentioned the other in one of the episodes. Someone who is ill is a means of awakening in a true sense of awakening. And this is very, very important. But apart from that, is to understand the presence of Allah as we mentioned in the other episode. And that is why this Munadat of Imam Amir al-Mu'minin, after talking about Qiyamah, it highlights on different names of Allah Tabarak wa Ta'ala. Yeah. Do you know what is Mawla? Do you know what is Abd? Mm-hmm. And what's the relationship between Mawla and Abd? So really one has to read. We need to keep reading. But that is not enough, my dear brother. To keep awake, in addition to reading, you need to have what they call a muraqaba. Muraqaba. What is muraqaba? Self-immigilation. You have to immigilate yourself. Self-supervision. Supervise yourself now and then in life. You can't continue without supervising yourself. You know, at work, someone supervises you. And if that person is not there, you are mindful of your work. Yeah. So you cannot achieve highest level of spirituality if you cannot supervise yourself. Okay. And then, of course, in addition to supervision, we've got what is called a mo'ataba, reprimanding oneself. Okay. If you've done something wrong, you have to reprimand yourself. I think, Abbas, this is not good. No, 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 you are better than this. You can do much better. I think, no, 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 I think this is not acceptable. I think you can do much better. You need to talk to yourself. Yeah. You need to talk to yourself. This is what some scholars call self-inspiration, talqeenun nafsi. 
If you cannot do self-inspiration, forget about spirituality. You have to inspire yourself. Okay, so say, say we, yeah. say we yeah. take this step of awakening yeah. ourselves. Yeah. What's the yeah. second step? Second step now is to enter into practice. Okay. So, because like, because like yeah. I know, for example, I like talking to other scholars is that, yeah. like for example, there are three things that you can recite, yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's the only three things that you can recite yeah. unlimited amount of times, and that would, yeah. for example, change your, um, I think it's like the your nasibo, like the way the way that like things yeah. are going to go for you in your life, things that stuff yeah. far salawat and yeah, those are good. I will give you something to do. Yeah, yes. especially we are in the holy month of Ramadan. Yeah, and it's close to this monajat. You know, I'm gonna give okay. brothers and sisters. Some simple practical steps. Perfect. So that's that's the second step, though. Practical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Practical. Yeah, practical so steps. So that's the you know. second out of fifty. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, cool. Cheers. You know, maybe you heard of it, but it's very powerful. Wudu at all time. Wudu at all time. It's very very important. I remember you saying this in Toronto. Fantastic. When we were at, um, at uh, Ali Dina's house. That's yeah. it. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. Wudu. Because wudu is light. It's nur. It means what? You are removing the shaitan and you are inviting divine. Allah ta'ala. It's so powerful. It's important, my dear brother, my dear sister. And then the next step, if really one is willing to go through this line, Quran Every day, reflection on the verse of Quran. Non-stop. Quran. You can't do it like one day I do, the next day I don't do it. It doesn't work out. You have to do it for 40 days to see where you stand. So when you say reflection of Quran, yeah, you mean reciting tafsir or thinking about it within no, no, no. oneself? You have to recite tafsir. Maybe you take one ayah. But after that, after going through the tafsir, then you reflect. When we talk of reflection, how do you implement if it is something to be implemented in your life? Because Irfan is about Ma'rifa. And Ma'rifa is through Quran. So you cannot get to Allah without Ma'rifa of Allah. And the best way to get the Ma'rifa of Allah is through Quran. Wicked. Yeah, so you need the Quran. You can't do it without the Quran. You need Ma'rifa of Allah. Yeah. And I mean, Prophet makes it very clear, isn't it? If you truly want Allah to talk to you, that's Quran. And if you want to talk to Allah, that's Salat. Oh. Yeah. So you need that. And then the next one, I'm going to mention maybe five or so, and then we're done with it. Yeah. I will, conc I will conclude on that manajat. And the next one after Quran is what? Eating less. Oh, shay. <laughs> Why? And the holy month of Ramadan is if you truly want to enjoy your manajat, then stop eating three times in a day. Start eating two times. Okay. Cut off the desert. Because Ramadan, you're going to have only Sahari and Iftar. But in spiritual world, to really ascend and feel that deep feeling of the presence of Allah, you have to eat less, my dear brother. And you have so many traditions of Allah, right on this, you know. You can only get to Allah with empty stomach. You can't get to Allah with full stomach. It's not possible. Which is why potentially, oh, this is me kind of, yeah, uh, joining and kind of connecting is, is that this is why this, my Ramadan is the month of God. Is that Absolutely. it allows you to ah to detoxify, to create that balance, to strengthen your willpower. But yeah. the, ch the challenge we face, some of us, is that 
we stay away from food for 17 hours, 18 hours. If tired, we destroyed it again. <laughs> we destroy again. You know the thing check. Is, you said eat twice a day. You didn't say how much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know, and you know, like the way you mentioned, you know, I mean, say for instance, you've got two, two places on the earth. I'm just yeah. giving an example. Yeah, yeah. One place is like a, a desert where it is exposed to different weather conditions. You know what I mean? When it is a rainy season, it's exposed to that cold weather. When it is hot season, it's exposed to that hot weather. And then you've got this area whereby, you know, it's only muddy area. It's only water. You know what I mean? Yeah. Lake, whatever. I mean, if you have to compare the two, which one is stronger? You will say the desert, the one which is exposed to more weather conditions is more stronger or the tree that grows here is more stronger than the tree that grows here because it's just exposed to one particular weather condition. It's all water. Likewise, our system. If you're going to eat throughout the year, you become weak when it yeah. comes to connecting with Allah. Hence, Allah wants us to put a break and stop in the holy month of Ramadan so that we, 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 we build ourselves. You know yeah. what I mean? And then we can continue. So therefore, if one wants to eat everything during iftar, then it defeats the essence and the purpose of Ramadan. Although you will achieve something by staying, staying away from food and water. But those who really mean business, who want yeah. to become a true awliyaullah, when it comes to Ramadan, they don't joke. I mean, we have tried teachings of our scholars, great Maraji, when the holy month of Ramadan is cited, they do sajida with two rakat to thank Allah for that opportunity. And Prophet Muhammad makes it very clear. If indeed the servant of Allah will acknowledge and recognizes the essence of the holy month, he would wish the entire year to be Ramadan. It's a heavy month. Heavy is a big deal in it's Allah's big. agenda. It's a big deal. It's divine initiative for positive change. This Ramadan is suppose, Allah's plan. I suppose it's perfect timing as well for us because we're in lockdown for the next Absolutely, we are in lockdown. So, so, so therefore, the next step, don't eat too much. And the fifth step I want to leave you with is sleepless. Okay. Oh. Sleepless. And okay. this, interestingly, you know, that khutbah of the Prophet on the last Friday of the holy month of Ramadan, you know, there is a line mm -hmm. where Prophet mentioned, okay. and you're sleeping in the holy month of Ramadan is a worship. Yeah, yeah, Many yeah. people, I don't know what's their understanding of it. The understanding of this line is what? A sleep that equips you with the energy to be able to worship Allah, not just ever sleep in the holy month of Ramadan. So kind of you, so not not being scared to sleep enough. Yeah, yeah. To then but be able sleep, to re-energize. Yeah, that will a sleep that will cushion you to be able to worship God. That is the type of sleep the Holy Prophet is talking about. Not like you sleep up until zoom, you. <laughs> People say, you know what? By sleeping in this month, this ibadah, I'm going to really knock that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. You're ruining it for all of us, Jay. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> so therefore, brothers and sisters, when we talk of munajat, of Imam Amir al-Mu'minin, first part of munajat, highlighting, as we mentioned, the characteristics of Qiyamah. And Qiyamah, of course, reminds us of the reality. It awakens us. So therefore, it's all about understanding the first journey of ma'rifah and the journey of self-discovery. And the second part, 
of this monajat, as we mentioned, it highlights on the 22 different names of Almighty Allah. It's trying to say, your journey is awake first. Once you are awakened, then inshallah, Allah will sit in your heart, isn't it? Yeah. Your narration mentioned, my earth and my heaven is not enough for me to settle, but the heart of my servant who is a believer is enough for me to sit in. And that is the saying, uh, Qudsi. And look at some of the fadail of this munajat of Imam Amir al-Mu'minin because they are very important also to understand the fadail. Yeah. The first one, of course, as we mentioned, it is the awakening of the heart to yearn for Allah tabarak wa ta'ala. So when you say, Mawlai, Ya Mawlai, or Allahumma inni as'aluka al-amana, yawma yafirru al-mar wa min akhihi, wa ummihi wa abihi, wa sahibatihi wa bani. It's just to say, you know what? Stop sleeping. Keep awake. And don't take it in a literal form, as we mentioned. This is in a very true sense of spiritual form of understanding. So number one is about awakening. Whoever recite this dua or this monajat with understanding and full concentration, he will remain awake, inshallah. And if, in, if his eyes are fast asleep, the heart will still make the dhikr of Allah tabaraka wa ta'ala. And this makes us to understand the narration that says, if you make wudu before you sleep, each and every moment of that sleep is dhikr for you. It means what? The wudu keeps you awake. It keeps your heart awake. Likewise, monajat. And the second one is, of course, is bara'atum minanar. You know, this monajat really is a shield against the fire of hell. And then, of course, monajat is mawridu tanzil rahmatillahi azza wa jal. It brings the rahma of Allah, tabaraka wa ta'ala. And one important thing really about this manajat is what? It's a sort of dialogue and conversation between you and Allah, tabaraka wa ta'ala. So, mawlaya ya mawlaya. Anta al-mawla wa an al-abd. Wa hal yirham al-abda illa al-mawlaya. It really inspires you with the true love of Allah, tabaraka wa ta'ala. So, when you go to this manajat, just be yourself. Don't pretend who you are not. So a lot, a lot of people, for example, you know, yeah. we're, we're going to be doing our mall yeah. in the congregation of with family. Yeah. Um, and that, for some people, that may electrify them and for some people that may drain them. And, yeah. Um, just as a golden nugget for today. Yeah. Um, yeah. How would you recommend that people yeah. are kind of, as they're preparing yeah. Um, for for kind of you know the 19th, 21st, 23rd, 25th, 27th, yeah. however you want to. Yeah. Um, how would you recommend? Like for example, would you say you know do it all with family? There's so many blessings with that. Would you say just be by yourself, or does it depend on the person? Was it a yeah. mixture? Do you mind just kind of helping us out? And that yes, could be our golden yes. nugget for this podcast. Yeah, no, no, definitely, definitely, definitely. You know, I know as we mentioned earlier on, this monajat is so dear to people. Mm. And people this year will find themselves doing this monajat in their own houses or in the comfort of their houses. Yeah. How do we go about it? It's very, very important. You know, one thing we need to understand, when it comes to spirituality, you are on your own. When oh, it comes okay. to spirituality, you are on your own. That doesn't mean that you ignore people because you remember that saying, some say it's a tradition, but I love that saying. It's a mystical saying. He said, you go to go through people and you go to people through God. Yeah. See? Yeah. Yes. Because people are the families of God. Prophet mentioned. And now, so ayalullah. People are the ayal, the families of Allah. Wa yeah. Yes, you can be yourself, but at the same time, you cannot ignore people. 
But obviously, for you to be able to take care of people, you have to make sure you have also reached certain level of ma'rifah. So my suggestion will be, you can still find your corner before you do as a family. Do it, reflect, or first do with the family because of the barakah of that family. Then later on, sit your corner. Fine. And then do. you don't have to do all the amal with the family. You participate in some of it with the family, unless if you are the one leading. So if you are the one leading, maybe earlier on, you can, you know what, sit one corner and do it because maybe that is the way you will feel it down deep in your heart. And then the other one is for the sake of the family, be there as family. That also has its own baraka and that has its own blessing. And as you know very well, that teaching of Imam Ali, this is to those who yearn for Allah's presence. When I say to those who yearn for Allah's presence, I don't mean others don't yearn, but this I'm talking of those who are really determined to take their spirituality to the next level. Imam Abdul Mumin said, you know what? Be prepared for loneliness when you consider a way to spirituality. You really? know? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said that 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 path, there is a lot of or there are, there, there's a lot of loneliness in that part, you know, because it's not anybody's cup of tea. It's not anybody's baby. You know, people will see you sometimes, or they will see you, you know, out of the way, but there is something that you are yearning for. So therefore, my advice will be, do it with members of your family. Unless if you know what, they will not have a problem. If you don't do, then after that, or before that, you can do it yourself. That's very, very important. Is crucial because definitely it's all about you. And Allah makes it very clear. He said, oh man, you are forever toiling towards your Lord. He's not saying you are forever toiling towards our Lord. He has called and yeah. said, rabbika, meaning what? You've got your own spiritual stage compared to the others. We are not of the same spiritual level. Your feeling is completely different from my feeling. Some take Allah 5%. Some take Allah 10%. Some take Allah 20%. Some take him almost 100% and they are masumin, you understand? So therefore, completely different ball game altogether. And this month really is the moment, is the moment, is the moment, man. You know, fly, you know, like the yeah. Quran said, flee to Allah. So you have to fly and fly and fly to Allah. And inshallah, Allah will help and Allah will make it easy, inshallah. Inshallah, inshallah. Thank you so much, Sheikh. Habibi, uh, habibi. Uh, so just just to kind of clarify on that kind of yeah. um, the, yeah. you know, the second that second point. So the first one obviously was kind of uh, the fifty steps to spirituality. Um, yeah. So that first one was kind of the awakening, and the second one yeah. was kind of practical steps. So yeah. that would be like wudu, reflection on Quran, yeah. Quran eatingless and sleepless. Sleepless, fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah. Fabulous. So. I think that wraps up um, the Monarchat of Imam Ali podcast. So like thank you very much. Thank you very much, Jake, for thank you, Habib. very insightful podcast. Absolutely lovely. I'm actually really looking forward to the next one, which hopefully we'll thank you. Thank you. Thank um, you. But I'd just like to thank you very, very much. Uh, no, it's a great pleasure. A, a lot of time out for Thank you so much. It's a great pleasure. It's a great so, pleasure. Um, so we thank you and uh, um yeah, hopefully uh, we will see you viewers or allow you guys to hear the next podcast which is going to be on Dua Toba. we'd like to thank you very much hope that you're keeping safe and hope that your Mahi Ramadan is going well and that your family are all safe um, on behalf of myself and Sheikh we'd like to say please stay safe and um, hopefully 
we will see you very soon on lockdown. Take care of yourself. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.